Good morning. Welcome to the weekly roundtable. C-SPAN here. A couple of announcements, and then we'll get right into today's topic. So you're going to hear me say it. I don't do featurettes. But if I did do featurettes, the first one would be make sure you get signed up for the F3 tenure. My next one would be just a special shout-out to my man, Tolkien. Um, the Grow Rock 17 video launched last night. If you haven't, uh, haven't taken a look at that yet, make sure you jump on there. Um, there were a lot of watch parties and stuff last night. Take a look at it. When we talk about going to a Grow Ruck, you'll understand a little bit more what we're talking about. And then, uh, you know, we still have three events coming up. Get signed up. Get involved. It's a, uh, it's a great, great time. Hopefully the, uh, hopefully the movie will give you a better understanding of what you're getting yourself into. And, uh, and they are a really good time. So, all right, jumping into today's topic, we got the Freed to Bleed crew in today. So let's start with the easy stuff first. Uh, do Re Mi, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? All right, uh, Spoons in F3 Metro EH'd me in uh, second week of January 2012. There was a big expansion program uh, started at Cherokee. Um, spent a little bit of time at AG, got hurt. Um, and I kind of launched the core program starting in August of 12. We're coming to one eight years at core. Um, so that's kind of my story. Uh, we've got uh, six core workouts a week in Metro right now, um, and it's kind of a probably late 40s to early 70s crowd that uh, gets out there and gets it done in the morning. Yeah, and you know um – I guess we should we should just kind of brush up on a little bit. After when you started Core and Metro, that was kind of like an unheard of idea, and so I, I should have given you a shout out for that. So first of all, shout out to Spoons for eating you, but then shout out to you for starting this, what Metro calls Core, and you just want to define that for the Podpaxers of what the Core um, with that Core group. Um, yeah, it has kind of is. changed over the years. Um, uh, when I I went to. To, uh, I actually got injured at AG, and then I developed I had prostate cancer, so I was out for uh, about six to eight weeks, and I came back, and I'm like, I'm 59 years old. I, I just can't keep up. So I said, can we do F3 for old guys? And uh, Dredd and uh, the leadership came back and said, nah, we really don't want to do that, but we've got a lot of guys that are coming off of, of IR and, and, and need something um, of low impact and, no, and, and less running or no running. And uh, he said, they said, you, would you be willing to help start that or lead it? And I said, I've never led anything in my life. But uh, so Crotch Rocket got me out there, and the first week he did 50 minutes and I did 10. The next week he did 30 and I did 30, and he looked at me then in the parking lot, and he goes, you got this. And that was it. And so we were off and running. Um, core is, is really more about, uh, an AO where there's not a lot of running. Um, we, uh, we use a lot of kettlebells, um, and uh, we have different workouts, although we actually do have a two core running groups now that uh, run about, 12, about uh, three miles, three to four miles uh, during the workout. So um, it's grown a little bit. Hope yeah. that, that kind of gives you some what we do, but uh, it, it, it's a little bit of a slower um, boot camp where, you know, most boot camps might cover two to two and a half miles and still do everything. 
Uh, we try to keep it be, be, below one one and a half miles at best. Yeah, and if uh, if you're ever in Metro, I, I always tell everybody I love Metro workouts where everybody's hustling. I also like those because that is the the fellowship and the second effort at those is phenomenal. So you uh, you want to get uh, you better make sure you uh, you have your pride in place because those guys really will tease you and get after you. Um, especially with kettlebells and everything else. If you show up with a light bell, they'll get on you. So just a shout-out oh, yeah. to you for getting that started. So let's, uh, let's go over to um, Van Winkle. Who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Oh, I've been doing it about seven years. EH'd by Nard Dog, a uh, guy I worked with, and I'd heard about it, but I showed up really on my own at a, uh, a, a non-core workout um, just about – killed me and I didn't go back for a year and so when I went back I went back to core and, and thus my nickname Van Winkle uh, so I've been doing probably core now six seven years and love it yeah that's awesome well Van Winkle I think um, you know everybody who's uh, watching social media and free to bleed has just exploded all over our, uh, social media and obviously um, doing all the right things for our communities is that part of what we do for as, as F3 men. Why don't you start by telling the podpaxers, how did we get here? How did Free to Bleed get started? And uh, let's take it from there. Yeah, it really, it really started with um, a great deal of confidence that if F3 is ever asked to do anything, we, we step up to the challenge. So this, this happened with um, my sister, who works at one of the hospitals, had heard that there was a pretty significant blood shortage just about the time the COVID pandemic started. So I reached out to the executive director of the local Red Cross, whom I know through um, some business connections, and she said at the time they really didn't have a shortage, but they anticipated it would occur, particularly once the hospitals opened up for elective surgery and, and you know, they were treating things other than COVID. And she asked if we could just be prepared in case she called later on. So about a month and a half later, she called and said, sure enough, there's a pretty significant shortage. And could we mobilize a group to have a drive? And I said, sure, let's do it. And worked with the Red Cross. They were fantastic to work with, by the way. They helped get the website set up for our appointments, uh, all the social media. They were right on top of it. Uh, Ray me, I, I contacted him and said, hey, you think we can do this? And, and we decided we could. So he provided the location at his office, and within about three weeks' time, we had it all set up and organized, and we had the uh, uh, drive filled up. It took us about a week to fill the drive up, actually, in terms of the appointment slots. And the, kind of a bit of a side note is when we started setting up our goal, Red Cross said, well, your goal is 25 units. We're going to give you 32 slots because it's going to take you 32 appointments just to get 25 people to show up because you'll have no-shows and you'll have people that show up and they won't be eligible. And I kind of thought, eh, I don't think you know F3. When they commit, they commit hard. And uh, sure enough, we had every single slot taken. Everybody showed up. We had only one ineligible the day of the drive. We were able to quickly call someone else and say, hey, can you show up? And sure enough, that person took the extra slot. So um, we had 34 units collected uh, the first drive out of a goal of 25. So it all worked out really well. Dude, that's awesome. That's a great, that's a great testimony right there to uh, the power of F3. 
Well, I, I guess I should have also done this when I did intros. Uh, Dil Ray Me is our current record holder. Um, and he, I'm going to let him explain that a little bit. But Dil Ray Me, if uh, for the podcasters to listen, um, how do you how do you get how do you get this started? If uh, if a if a leadership team wants to get this started in their area, why don't you take it from there? But I also want to make sure we get your uh, you know your record out there because I know guys are going to want to challenge you on that one. So I, there's a couple ways. Um, I think the, the, one of the best ways is, is get on Twitter and follow at F3 Freed to Bleed. Um, you can also follow me. It's at F3 Doremi. That's D-O-R-E-M-I. Um, and that's going to we – we can hook you up with some links. You can DM me. Um, uh, Ron, I'll probably give you his, his Twitter too. Um, but you can also go on sleevesupredcross.org, uh, um, and instead of putting in a zip code, you put in F3, and uh, that will take you to the site. Um, the Red Cross has been great as far as providing us with links, and, uh, and they make this thing pretty simple. Um, and so as far as the, uh, the, the record I'm holding right now, uh, when we started the blood drive, one of the first guys to donate was uh, Grizzly, who's the uh, Metro Nantan. Pretty competitive guy, and he comes in, and the first thing he says is, well, we discovered that the Red Cross, uh, when you donate blood, there's a scale that sits beside the uh, cot, and there's a timer. And so everybody that donates has a time associated with that. It's automatically recorded. And as soon as Grizz found that out, he goes, where's the whiteboard? Let's get a whiteboard up here. Let's get on the board. He posted, I think, a 4, 4.05 maybe, four minutes and five seconds. I'd never donated blood in my life. I posted a 3.25, and that is currently the, the, uh, the record um, in the five to six drives that we've had right now. So all you guys out there that have a little competition in you, see if you can donate uh, a pint of blood faster than a 67-year-old guy who'd uh, only done it. Well, two times now because we had our second drive uh, last week. Yeah, that's an awesome story. And um, Van Winkle, I, I think maybe we want to – I know there's some guy. – I'm one of them. There's some guys who can't give, um, can't give blood. Do you want to um, kind of talk about what the second F has kind of launched into with these drives? Sure. It, that was really the surprising part of this is how strong the second F uh, has been. And there are so many things that someone can do without donating blood. There are so many, you know, we have volunteers checking temperatures, checking uh, donors in, uh, helping with the setup, the breakdown, the um, uh, snacks, the beverages, and then just hanging out. Uh, and that's, uh, we were surprised that some people would you know, show up to volunteer or even donate, but they just hang out all day and just talk. It was just a really strong second F. And, so I, I wouldn't let the fact that you're ineligible to donate be a deterrent in terms of being involved. In fact, candidly, I didn't think I was eligible to donate either. So when I, when I initially signed up to lead the drive, I thought that I'll be just doing nothing but the volunteer part and not donating. And turns out I eventually found out that I was eligible to donate. So I participated in that respect as well. But there's a lot to do. And But the second F was probably the most surprising part of this. And frankly – what led us to say, hey, let's, we can share this with others. Uh, you know, there have been other uh, 
blood drives in F3 regions uh, long before we, we were doing it. I think the, the power of this is how, how much fun it is, how easy it is to set up, and the fact that we're, we're tailor-made for this to be a, a national-type cause because we can do this very easily through our, our communication and our commitment. And the second F is just the one thing that kind of is the glue that holds it together. If I could yeah, and, uh, finish. Yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Um, you know, when we, when we started putting this together, um, we thought it'd be maybe a one-shot or a two-shot deal. And then after we finished, Ben Winkle goes, you know, maybe maybe we can do this, like, in our region in, in North and South Carolina. And I'm like, well, let's, maybe we can go a little bit bigger than that. Let's think about the nation. Uh, so, so two things to that point. One, We've set a goal to, re to, to donate 10,000 pints of blood to the Red Cross um, in celebration of F3's 10-year anniversary. But I think bigger than that, I hope what comes out of this is that this should be and can be and, and I think should be an ongoing operation. That if, if this is something F3 can do from now on is to have these blood drives in our regions to give back in just another way that uh, you know the the hymns in the world can do it and help others save a life, uh, have some fun, uh, organize, take leadership roles. It's, it's what we do, and and the mission of the Red Cross aligns very well with uh with ours as far as helping out and reaching out and uh, and doing for others. So yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and. I'm going to reinforce what you just said there. 10,000 is uh, 10,000. That means uh, we've got that many guys. And the one nice thing is there are some pretty uh, high-speed, low-drag kind of restrictions on how often you can donate. Um, and 10,000 is a real number. I think that's great for the 10-year anniversary. Um, I think you guys set a perfect goal. So only way we're going to get there is everybody getting involved, though. And so I think uh, the shout-out's there. Get involved, get your region involved, um, make it happen. Well, let's let's go around. Um, Van Winkle, I'm going to hand it back to you. Tell me, um, you know, any, for the for the listeners, kind of any final thoughts, any words of wisdom as you uh, as they're setting this up. Anything you've learned, any truth nuggets you want to throw out there? Well, I'll say this: it was it was easier than I thought it would be, and it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be because I. I, I've never done this before, and this was an opportunity to to really uh, do something that challenged me a, a bit. Um, and it was it was more, um, I, I guess it was just a lot easier than I thought. And what I would say is the the key is finding a location. That's the one thing that we tend to struggle with a little bit, and COVID makes it more difficult. Is what's an appropriate location? Some of the regions that have had drives have been able to hold them at churches that have allowed their, uh, you know, use their fellowship hall or whatever. Obviously, in, in our case, we use Delray Me's office. Uh, so once you get the location, the rest of it flows pretty easily. Again, the Red Cross is excellent to work with. So I, I'd say the first step is, first of all, find someone that's willing to kind of step off the ledge a little bit and lead it. Uh, it's not a terribly time-consuming process. It takes just a few hours to kind of get it all set up find the location, and then that, at that point, it's just a matter of really letting the PACs know that, hey, this is out there, and let's sign, let's sign up for it. Uh, we found that part to be 
very, very easy, frankly, is getting the, uh, the word out and getting some excitement generated among the, among the people. Um, the Red Cross, again, uh, I, I don't think we've mentioned this specifically, but we're part of a Sleeves Up campaign as well. So it doesn't just have to be F3, guys. Uh, you can go to the Sleeves Up, search for F3, and on there you can donate not only at an F3 drive, but you can donate in any Red Cross drive under the name of F3. And it can also be family members as well. So we've had several that have not been able to actually be at the on-site drive but they've donated elsewhere uh, as part of the F3 drive. Uh, so that's just something I think to, a little nugget to throw out there that in case you, you, know, you want to donate, you want to help the Red Cross, you want to help F3, but you can't be at the actual drive, there are other ways to donate as well. Yeah, and that would be applicable to any of our guys who are mustard seeds or small regions that they aren't going to be able to get the, the minimum requirement. They just can Absolutely. jump on somebody yeah. else's blood drive and donate right. on their F3. That's a, exactly. a good truth yeah. nugget there. Yeah, so it's a sleeve. Just, all you have to do is really just look, search for sleeves up, and then put F3, and it'll take you right to the page. We have a dedicated F3 page for sleeves up campaign. Perfect. All right. Bill Remy, what kind of truth nuggets you got for everybody today? Um, I think the biggest thing is, like Ron said, it, it, it's very seamless with Red Cross. Um, when they show up, uh, we, our, both our drives were a 10 to 2 drive. They show up at 10 minutes to 9. Uh, we open the doors up. They roll in with all their stuff. They set it up. They bring water. They bring snacks. Um, we get 32 people in here, and by quarter to 3, they're gone, and, and, and there's really no cleanup to do. Um, we have had, interestingly enough, one of our guys, uh, Charcoal, his his daughter, who posts a little bit with us on uh, on Sunday when we run, Briquette, um, sold uh, some cookies and is donating the money raised uh, to the Red Cross. So there's just so many ways for for PACs and their families to get involved in something like this, and it just takes somebody taking the initiative to say, you know, I'm going to do that and. Uh, and then find a second guy that will help you and support you. Uh, I've always heard that, that any mission that somebody in F3 wants to take on, if they can get another guy, uh, it usually happens. And so packs out there, help us. Let's get 10,000 pints. We can do this. Uh, we can have fun doing it. And um, we're going to save some lives. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line of what this does. This is about saving people's lives. Um, you can donate every eight weeks, uh, except for the Power Red. I think you have to go 12 weeks, Ron. Is that correct? Uh, so, well, I think it's actually uh, 16 weeks for Power Red. So Power Red is where it's a longer process. It's still, you know, you're sitting, it's just one donation, but it counts for two units because they're taking red blood cells out, so they're putting fluid back in. So there's just a little bit longer process. But uh, the Power Red, I think, has to wait, uh, I believe it's, um, 112 days or whatever that equates to. Uh, I do not have any guidance on how to uh, expedite or, or accelerate uh, your, your bloodletting. Um, first time I was at 3 minutes, 25 seconds. The second time I was 5 minutes and 1 second. Uh, I will say this. If you, if you give with your right arm the first time, 
stick with your right arm. I got stuck twice uh, last Saturday because my left arm wouldn't wouldn't give any blood at all. <laughs> it's an interesting process, and it'll be fun. Join us. And just another little nugget for for what it's worth. They're, uh, they're now testing the blood for the COVID antibodies, uh, which was an interesting little addition to it for the, se- the second drive they were able to do that for us. So we found out if we'd been exposed to COVID yet. Very cool. Gentlemen, I, uh, I, I just can't, you know, on behalf of the nation, uh, thank you both for uh, pushing this, getting it started. Like I said, I, I, I know regions have done uh, small drives on their own, but to organize this and push it out across the nation, I've just declapsed to both of you. I'm going to do a couple more requests. The first one is it's F3 Free to Bleed is the Twitter handle. All the pod packers should go follow. And right, then, and it uh, is the word two is spelled out. It's not a two like uh, like the book. So, yep. And then um, the next one was it's F3 Do Re Mi. Yes. And then Van Winkle, what do, we, do you have a Twitter handle? Yeah, it's Van Winkle F3. Van Winkle F3. Right. Excellent. Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for both uh, being guests on the roundtable. Um, I think we will probably have to, as we get closer to the tenure, I'll, we'll probably have to get some status checks so I can make sure I keep everybody updated. Um, I guess when we hit to 5,000, somebody's going to have to text me so I can make sure I get it out there. We'll have to get you guys on the COT podcast to give some updates as we, uh, as we get closer to 10,000. So appreciate both of you high-impact men making a difference in your communities. Everybody else, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks, C-SPAN.